いらっしゃいいらっしゃい !Welcome to another You guessed it Coffee with Coffee!Coffee with Coffee!We wanted to sell you coffee!We've been trying to go in the drive-thru and get your drinks, but there was these other Batistas there!Yep, now I'm here now for your questions, concerns, and all things coffee related. So, where to start now? Ah, yeah. So, I guess the topic I'll first start off, which I think is of most import for this episode, iced coffee. So, if you hear me chewing, it's because I'm having chicken after the gym, and this is sort of my time when I record and, you know, take care of business to defeat the Huns. You know, they send me daughters when I ask for sons. Anyway... Iced coffee. So to recap, iced coffee. Iced coffee is made hot first and then cooled with ice, hence the name iced coffee. As we also have covered before, cold brew is coffee that is brewed cold and then uh, served. Uh, generally made as a concentrate, then diluted with water, and then you know that's what's served. And you add your milk and sugar, etc. And you're like, cloth. What is this? Coffee 101? No. We've already had Coffee 101. This is Coffee 102. So you're like, cloth. What what magic do you bring us today? Well, what do I bring you today, friends? So today I'm bringing you some info from a country near and dear to my heart. And if you've guessed it, you know it. Japan. Nihon. Watashi no, second home. So, the lesson from Japan today, um, which I hope to have more later this year if I get the chance to, how do you say, visit the Japan. So I hope that I can do that and give you more lessons. But the lesson today is on Japanese iced coffee. And then you're like, well, uh, Mr. Clough, Um, What's the difference between these two, huh? Good question, you in the back. So, normally you'll just brew all your coffee and then add ice to it, willy-nilly. But specifically, for the Japanese iced coffee, you start with the pour-over, right? Just your regular pour-over. And what you're going to do is you're going to cut your water in half. So, for example, let's say you were making eight ounces of coffee. So, you you measure your grounds the same, put in the pour-over... Now you're only going to pour four ounces of coffee, or not coffee, water into the coffee grounds, which will then make your coffee. I'm like, Clav, this is going to make really concentrated coffee. Where's the rest of the water? Yes, that's where the ice comes in. So you ideally, to be precise, you would want a scale so you could measure iced coffee and then, you know, have it exact, which is what I've been doing when I make the Japanese style of iced coffee. So you can also eyeball it, all right? If you you know you know where it fills your glass, you know roughly you could fill it with ice and then put the you know stuff in there. Uh, so and there you have it. Now, well, what's the point of this? Well, point one is that it instantly cools the coffee, so it will not be as bitter. Uh, and two, you'll also get the flavor extraction that you get with the pour-over process. The coffee is being extracted and then 
pulled immediately, so it's like you're kind of getting the both, the best of both, both of the um, the pour over and the cool cooling. So it will bring out the flavor notes, um, and I've only made my normal serving. I think that's the wrong size. So my my standard serving size is six ounces. I don't think it really works. Not that it doesn't work, just um, because the ice, like, you know, melts. It, it's, it weighs the same, but, you know, less space or whatever. Um, I think for this, I would probably up it to 8 to 12 ounces. So the coffee you're making is actually, you know, maybe 4 to 6 or even 8 ounces for a 16-ounce uh, cup. And then adding ice there. And I think that would probably be a pretty nice drink, right? Because then you're just getting... Um, I would say an icer, iced coffee. Uh, it's definitely something to I will experiment with more in the summer times. Um, but needless to say, it it's definitely good, very flavorful. I haven't really compared, you know, brewing the same coffee, this method, and the cold brew. Um, I think it'll be close. Um, so yeah. That is sort of the point of today's uh, edumacation portion of this lesson. Well, maybe that's what I could do. I could have like a, you know, main point of today being education moving on. And then, you know, a little more rambling afterwards. That way you can learn. And then you're like, all right, Clav, I don't really want to talk here to Clav today. I'll save it for later. Perfect. So, what is my life advice today? Well, good question. I think life advice one. I know, I, I could have multiple parts. Crazy Clavarini. Um, yeah, just enjoy whatever the world brings you. I've really been enjoying the varietal of customers I've been having recently. You know, obviously new ones, old ones, uh, contact with my old like, co-workers, new co-workers, uh, getting ready to go to Costa Rica. For those who don't know, I am going to Costa Rica as part of Starbucks's Origin Experience. And that is for, actually, the first time this year for non-management or, I guess you can say, like, corporate partners. So they're actually opening it up to all uh, coffee masters. So I will have a multitude of first-hand experience to share on what happens at the ground level in terms of, like, how coffee is grown, which is something I, you know, I learned about and you know, studied a little bit. And they do say experience is the best teacher, so I will be there for two days in Costa Rica. Now, obviously, I would have loved to spend more significant time in Costa Rica, but no, no, no. It was a very strict, um, obviously, Starbucks is bringing us there and back. They don't want any, you know, people getting lost internationally, so they kind of are chaperoning us most of the way. They don't want to leave the hotel. And, yeah, that makes sense. You don't need liability. People getting, like, hurt or lost or, you know, stuff like that. Because, you know, people can go wandering. All of a sudden, they're, like, you know, injured and, you know, lawsuits galore. So, makes sense. You know, the younger me would have been like, aha, we're going to sneak out and travel. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do effing, you know. I'm going to get some cool stuff at the airport because they give me a little stipend to Rooney or, you know, they'll do whatever to, you know food and stuff so that, that's cool um i also have airport lounge jacks so i can get rest in there if time permitting which is uh, kind of nice you know 
Um, the fight isn't particularly long. I mean, <laughs> long. Uh, here, here I got to talk about how long fights. Well, I, I've flown to Japan, so... And Australia, and New Zealand. So, well, now me, the, the flights of the longest variety. Hello, so China as well. Don't forget that one. Uh, so, for me, I don't think I have to really worry. I can easily, you know... Actually, I'm, I'm really thinking, I'm just going to maybe read on this flight. I know, I used to, like, watch, like, movies and shit. Oh, excuse my French. Um, I, I really just... Something's really catching my fancy for watching these days. Like, there's all these, like, Marvel shows, and it's like... Okay, Marvel, you got me up into Infinity War, which I really, you know, I obviously enjoy those movies. Now it's like, yeah, let's make, like, a billion shows on Disney+, Plus and, you know infinite stuff and it's like I ain't got time to watch all these shows like I I was made time and it's like there's too many and like I could watch other stuff I can watch like I haven't watched One Piece recently but you know for the Japanese practice that's like a good use of time or practicing watching you know, any anime right for my Japanese language I've been reading One Piece um so yeah I wonder I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with my flight yet I, I think I'll do some journaling maybe some how do you say you know reading maybe i'll watch a movie I, I don't know i have to like a look on the amazon primes or whatever maybe download a thing or two it's like right i'm going to like there's a layover in like charlotte or whatever or miami uh, something like that one of the two one way one the other way you know layovers work you know you, you're there you, you're like right i can maybe walk around you know actually I, it might be a decent opportunity to you know catch the pokemans i don't often catch the pokemans so um, you know the now. Well, I'll see. Um, so, yes. Um, we will see uh, how that goes. And I can, you know, give you some of my first-hand experiences in terms of what I see. And I mean, obviously, I, I know some of this already, but being able to, like, live it, I think that can be useful info to any friends, customers, clients, fan, family, you know, however you're related to does it really matter? Not, not really. You're, you're here for the entertainment and coffee knowledge. Uh, you've been also looking a little more into just more coffee information for you to you know, give you different types of coffee. Um, recently, I did get to try the Starbucks Tribute, kind of a classic one. I, think, I feel like I talked about the last episode. Um, Christmas Reserve was good. And then... I guess I don't know if I've talked about this one, but we've had a cool peppermint bark that I got as a secret Santa at work this year. Last year I got the Death Death Wish coffee from my coworker Emily, um, and that was very kind of her to get me a very nice darky roast that came out really good as a cold brew. Uh, this year the peppermint one, we definitely did a good amount of tastings. I've tried it in different ways. I tried the Japanese pour over. That was very it was different. It kind of eased the, some of the notes. Um, so maybe if I have enough left over, because I kind of some, keep some of these at the work so people can try them or whatnot. Uh, and yeah, so that's exciting. I've been able to, you know, meet some of my old co-workers. We've talked about all the coffee fun stuff. And let's see. Uh, I think, like I've mentioned before, I, I do want to try and explore some of the exact esprezzi and um, you know, crafting with an actual spezzi machine. I think that's in a future project, perhaps a roaster. These are just different avenues of the coffee. 
Right? Obviously, I'm not. I'm never. Well, not never, but it's highly unlikely that I would find myself in a situation to grow coffee. Uh, and you need to be in the tropics for that. Right? The right climate, soil, water, and heat. Also, like farming equipment and such. So I, I don't think I'll see myself necessarily doing that. Um, but roasting, you know, you just buy the beans and then you, know, you can do a good old. Uh, make the coffellini um, and somehow it's really interesting people love when I say sprezzi I don't really know what, why pe- that gets such a, a hoot out of people um, but it's it's just like I guess people are just like oh yeah the sprezzi the sprezzi for the coffee it's a muy buenci I mean I guess it's sort of because you know coffee is you know, coffee you know I mean the New York accent coming out in here uh, it's real real strong here um, so coffee is uh really good as they say uh, very something nice for ya so yes uh, the esprezzi is always getting a good laugh these days or the pinkity drinkity or the um, you know, it's come up to the windy it's like well we're at a drive through we gotta have some fun if we're not having fun what are we doing right because coffee's about like the people at the end of the day the, and the more I am I don't know. The more I keep, I keep doing making coffee, doing coffee tastings every time, and I'm realizing the coffee doesn't really matter. Well, the coffee does matter, but like, it's more about like the people and the experience and sort of just like being together. Like, even though it's like for my coworkers or you know, I haven't really extended it to customers because most customers are coming in and out, um, or they're just sitting doing their work and such. Um, right with the, the current sort of clientele of the people that come to Starbucks your average customer is not someone who is going to be like, yes, let me try coffee. It's definitely a percent. Um, so I am curious to see how maybe Starbucks may, may be, might be doing stuff with this. Uh, as also, maybe you've also heard, maybe a little news segment, uh, there's gonna be a new uh, machine coming to Starbucks in the, uh, I believe they announced at the end of last year, of like a new sort of brewing thing. So that's exciting. Um, so. At some point this year, if you come to Starbucks, you see some new thing, you'll be like, what happened to those big urn things? And it's like, well, that was wasteful. And actually, it is kind of wasteful because right, you're making so much coffee and like you don't know how people are going to come in, uh, which is an interesting thing if you are, right, whether you're Starbucks or not, like a big business or mom and pop, like how much coffee do you make, right? Because like you want it to be fresh. Obviously, you've seen this at 7-Elevens and such, where it's like, well, fresh coffee all the time. Well, you know, you're always making a fresh pot and dumping it, um, but you are wasting. Um, you know, and here, you know, I'm going to give Dunn a dosh darn complaint now. This is complaint, Clavi time. Um, so there is a a homeless, uh, or I perceive him to be homeless. I don't know for sure that comes to our store. And... Um, the responses we I've seen from people as well, people as well as partners that I work with, is just very, very var, var, varied, very varied. Um, I am of the mind that you know, kindness is never wrong, and maybe people will argue this with me. I'll probably go to my deathbed just believing in the power of kindness and doing or doing our best to be kind and considerate, even to those who you might say, they don't deserve it, they were mean to you, they're a narcissist, they're a 
a Tim Tam Flim Flam Wim Wham Slim Slam. And I'm, yeah, I'm just making up these words now. Actually, Tim Tam Slam, that is a real thing. Uh, Tim Tams are a great Australian little snack to have with your coffee. If you need to learn anything from this episode, Tim Tam Slam. Anywho, yes, um, I really, the more I do sports, like kindness, you know, you get the customer who's like, ah, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of the thing, and they're like, no, you're out of it, I'm like, oh, so sorry, and they're like, nah, <laughs> you know, basically like that, or they're like, ah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, oh, no, we'll remake it for you, and they're like, nah, <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, these are not the exact customer interactions, but, you know, you can kind of get a cool picture in your head with my voice, you know, hashtag Karen. Uh, honestly, I haven't had a bad Karen, like, obviously, because Karens are, like, probably on their best behavior these days. My Aunt Karen, um, that's usually my drive through line. When I get it, like, oh, what's the name? And they're like, oh, Karen. I'm like, oh, are you my aunt visiting from Jersey or are you my aunt visiting from Pennsylvania? And they're like, no. And I'm like, mm, okay, we'll find that out the windy. <laughs> Yeah, having fun and just, like, you know, being kind to people, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like this is part of the Starbucks training. I think there's definitely a place where we could, you know, as a society or somehow, you know, how we deal in fast food, just, you know, kindness. Just be kind. Why, why be, why, see, if you're giving meanness to meanness, like, you're just, like, fueling their fire and like you're justifying their meanness but if they're being mean to someone who's being super smiley nice to them it's like well then they're just being mean and you're just like i guess your life just sucks like i i'm sorry your life has to be really bad if you're gonna like be upset even though i've done everything i can to you know help you out like you're like i'm trying to make your life easier and if you're just not gonna have it, you know what go ahead order your drink in this convoluted way go ahead your life is miserable because you need this to be exactly as you need it. And that's why we saw now inside who's really gonna win. It's me on left and at the end, maybe all two. I know, I got quiet there. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if there's one, another lesson on top of Japanese iced coffee, kindness. You know what, customers mean whatever. Coworkers mean whatever. If they keep being mean, be like, hey, are you all right? And they'll be like, no. And you're like, well, that's okay. <laughs> Let's talk. And they're like, no. And you're like, well, you can talk to the manager. And you're, and then you're like, fine. I, my, my boyfriend be bugged up with me. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, no problem, kiddo. It'll be fine. <laughs> or like, you're my boss. He's like, er, mean, mean. You're like, well, maybe they're just being the boss. Or maybe they're having problems they just don't want to talk about. And you're like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> I know, my, my, my voice is for, like, upset people is all kind of the same of, like, this. Nah! 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 <laughs> uh, man. But, yeah, be kind. And maybe if you're going to be kind to someone, be kind to your barista. Don't freak out on them. We're understaffed. We were understaffed during Christmas. I mean, I don't know. This whole staffing thing, we just had some days where, like, cafe was full of people. Like, nah! And we're just like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. We just don't have enough people to, you know, make this happen. New store. We don't got the logistics to, you know, make, you know, to justify having all the peoples. And I mean, that, that is true. We have to kind of like go based off like the sales we're making to, you know, staff the store accordingly. Right. Starbies is uh, like a corp. So they, you know, they got rules and regs to, you know, make sure that the money's being made. Uh, can't be running a business at a loss. And, uh, 
that's basically like what they're doing. I uh, so um, you know maybe you see there's not that many people. Maybe they had some call outs. Be kind to your waiters and waitresses. Like, don't be a pain in the ass. Don't be a pain in the ass. Like, I feel that people who are super extreme in any regard, right? This customer service have honestly never worked in service. If you've worked in any kind of service, I guarantee you, I guarantee me, I, I could bet money that you have or have not or that you know if you have served people and had to deal with silly people you probably will not order certain things and it's funny that you know you can kind of tell in the way someone orders how they talk or that they've worked in service or they work in a profession where you know they, they have to deal with people and you have to deal with all sorts of people as I have to deal with all sorts of people and then they're like and I'm like ah. <laughs> um, so there you have my my two cents on kindness and Japanese iced kohi. I hopefully will get a chance to try some authentic Japanese iced kohi when I go to Japan, my second home from home, my place that I love more. Well, actually, I won't say love more, just, you know, my second home. Almost 10 years I live there. Oh, goodness. All right, Bobby. Anyways, until next time, there you have it.